Hey, Podfix friends. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about a way you can help support your favorite Podfix shows. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a newly redesigned electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest body hair trimmer ever created. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, while the rechargeable battery lasts up to 90 minutes, allowing you the time you need for a safe shave. But that's not all. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower for more comfort and easier cleanup. But my favorite feature has got to be the bright LED light, which illuminates those darker regions for more precision trimming. Not to mention the new Quiet Stroke technology brings you 7,000 RPMs of shaving awesomeness. And to top it off, Manscaped has just launched their new Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK, so getting the right tools for the job is now easier. So if you're interested in getting a better grooming experience for yourself or your partner, you can get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the special code PODFIX. That's P-O-D-F-I-X. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with special code PODFIX. Your body will thank you. Brand new banger. Banger. You are jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Exclusive hot new mix. Let's go. 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 Hey, Podfix Nation. I'm Christopher DeVos, and it's your mixtape for November of 2020. Seems to be... Another scare going on out there of the coronavirus in the world, and as humans often do, they make the same mistakes in a crisis, such as toilet paper once again is flying off the shelves and nowhere to be found. Now, me personally, I'm not so worried about the toilet paper this time because a few months back, I bought a bidet. The Amazon truck had it on sale for $25, and I snapped that sucker right up. Super easy to put on the toilet. Um, you just attach it right on there. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Had I ever used a bidet before I bought the bidet? No. Was I hesitant to squirt a stream of water into places that might not have ever seen the sun before? Uh, 100% yes. But after I installed it, I sat down and took the first test run. It has a little knob on the side, and you turn that to control the stream... And uh, let me tell you, that first stream, I cranked it all the way up to a 0.5 out of a possible eight stream options. Just enough to give me a little tiny tickle down there. Wasn't so bad. Reminded me of watching the kids that sit on one of those fountains built into the pavement that you normally are supposed to run through. But you always got that one kid who plops his butt right down on top of it. And then you just wait for that thing to shoot and fly him off into space. But after a while, you get used to how the bidet feels and how it works. And then you work your way into a comfortable, uh, I don't know, a comfortable fountain presence on your inner hiney area. But the best thing is that it pays for itself in like two weeks. And the amount of toilet paper needed for the house has gone down quite a bit because now toilet paper is used for drying. It's not used for guessing if you're clean down there in those areas. This, I think, should be standard in every house. I don't know why the houses don't come with this. Bidets have been around for a really long time. 
and it seems like America's late to the ball game on these. But I, I, I can't tell you how much I highly recommend it. And if you're you don't want the bidet, you don't like the bidet, even though it came with your house, it's not like the toilet just automatically squirts water. You control that. You control whether you want to squirt or not to squirt. The words of Shakespeare, that is the question. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because we're leading into our first segment from It's Not Rocket Surgery. And it was taken from the Podfix Presents own feed as we celebrate Nan Pod Pomo Month. So here's Not Rocket Surgery as they take on a BuzzFeed quiz entitled, What is the Name of Your Butt? Here is It's Not Rocket Surgery. What's your butt's name? What's your first name? letter of your first name, final first letter of your last name. Okay, so just your initial. Oh man, that that makes both you penis flytraps. Yes, that's not good. <laughs> the <laughs> penis flytrap brothers. Worse, uh, he's the yes, magnificent pe- penis flytrap, but I am merely the pr- princess. <laughs> princess <penis> flytrap. <laughs> but it's, that's not you. It's your butthole. Yes. <laughs> your hole or your whole butt? Well, but I guess it depends on which. What's just what's what the name is? Whereas Tony is a Princess Love Bunker. Or <laughs> oh yeah, that that that's that sounds. Or Madam Love Bunker. Or Madam Love, Love Bunker. Bunker. Depends if I go with Anthony or Tony. Yeah. Whereas Vlado is um, adorable Vlado. love button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was initially thinking. Why are mine so terrible? And then I looked at the rest of them and went, no, no, no. It's pretty consistent. So if, if you could pick the best or worst name for your butthole using any any combination, what do you reckon it would be? I'm not sure the best Buffy is Pooter. Really something. What's the, re- buff- the reckless moose knuckle. No, the oh, bald no, moose knuckle. Thunder Dungeon sounds pretty bad. <laughs> Insatiable. The insatiable Insatiable Thunder Thunder Dungeon. Dungeon. (laughs) How about about Sparkly Thunder Dungeon? Oh, Oh, no. Queen Banana Basket? Nah. I like that one. Sad Penis Glove? Yeah. I'm liking Dainty Sugar Hole. (laughs) 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 That's (laughs) E&E. Sugar hole. <laughs> Adorable fuzz box. Mm. <laughs> well, certainly I'm, I'm, in your case. Are like, we uh, sure these are for butt? Love, love you, Moose knuckle, angry beaver, pearl crust. They all sound like um, front bottoms, not back bottom. Yes. Lady jiggly bits. Well, just, cl- just close, <laughs> close your eyes more, Tony. You know, squint. <laughs> <laughs> the reckless angry beaver. Well, turn the lights off. That sounds like the name for a pub. <laughs> the reckless <laughs> angry beaver. No, that would be the magnificent the angry, beaver. angry beaver. I, I take uh, it. I take it. It's like a northwestern pub. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere up in Washington. You know, Portland, Washington, Seattle kind of area. Canadian, or maybe. Possibly uh, British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would eat at the magnificent hot waffle. <laughs> now, now I know what Tony's franchise would be. <laughs> it's opening up an entire chain of magnificent hot waffles. 
the magnificent hot waffle chain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly house, beats, you know, serving certainly uh, beats. truckies breakfasts and uh, late night munchies for students. Oh, late yeah. night munchies for students. That's right. You've got to pick your crowd. Yeah. Uh, that's good. All right. I like it. Um, See about all, all this materials. Not going to make it into the show. No, no, this this is going to... This has all been recorded. This is, this is, <laughs> you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't know we are doing this. Yeah, we've done it. <laughs> you can't recreate the magic. There, there's, there's I decided Tony I wouldn't Wax. wait until you guys actually uh, started to kind of maybe slide towards the show starting. So I thought, no, screw it. I'll just start the recording when I logged on. Oh, it was a trap. It's a trap. It was, a, it was an adorous, uh, an adorable. What was it? Penis fly trap. I didn't. Yeah, I was just... uh, all right, uh, cool. Um, what so was the other show title? So show titles, none of them you can use. <laughs> so this this is all for the uh, the Podfix um, Narpod you could, Pomo. You could you could you could do like the glorious whisker biscuit. <laughs> the glorious whisker biscuit. That's the show title. I'm liking the adorable <laughs> banana basket. <laughs> <laughs> banana basket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, banana basket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, By the way, the name of my butt is Baron Von Boom Boom. Just in case anyone was wondering. Next up on the mixtape is the Perfect Package Podcast. They officially joined the network this month, I believe, and if you haven't checked them out yet, Here's what the show is. On each episode, Chad and Dave pick uh, five things to create the perfect package based on a theme like uh, the perfect horror movie or the perfect apocalyptic bunker or uh, the perfect wardrobe. So you kind of get the idea. It's kind of like, you know, like if you and your friends are sitting around drinking a few beers and just kind of talking fun nonsense to pass the afternoon. That's kind of what this show brings to the table. So in this clip, Chad and Dave, they're talking about uh, some things that did not make their perfect package list from their episode on fast food. Right off the bat, in the beginning of the clip, they mentioned Burger King and just poor Burger King because my how the mighty have fallen. P3... Uh, which is the perfect package podcast because us cool kids, we just call it P3. Anyway, P3 mentions how Burger King never gets their order right, and it's it's 100% true. I've never gotten my order right or good service at Burger King. Never. Once, when the kids, you know, my kids always want McDonald's. So one time I was like, you know, I'm tired of McDonald's. Let's do Burger King. The burgers are way better at Burger King. The fries, I grant you, they're not. But the burgers, the burgers generally are, they do taste better than McDonald's. And they have onion rings. And my kids are like, Dad, we don't we don't want onion rings. We want fries. And I'm like, well, kids, you see, the good thing about getting onion rings at Burger King is there's always fries mixed in with the onion rings. So you get, like, a combo onion ring fries. And they're like, Dad, we don't, we, we don't want the combo onion rings and fries. We want... We want just fries. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do Burger King this time. Trust me. You'll enjoy it. You'll like it. It'll be fine. You'll survive. Well, no, it it wasn't fine. It, 
the food was all cold and it was all wrong. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you know, Burger King, they had a bad day. It happens at any restaurant. You can get, you know, bad service once and cold food once. And, you know, you give them another chance, you go back and then everything's great. Well, I went back to Burger King several times since and it's always the same experience. It's always, you know, the workers seem like they're on death's door and they, they definitely don't want to be there and they don't care that you know it. They don't care that you know that they don't want to be there. They don't even fake it. It's definitely not like Chick-fil-A. And so I've given up on them. I say, if you see a Burger King, you're like, huh, I've been to Burger King in a long time. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try a Burger King. Yeah. Don't. Avoid it like the plague. Although humans really haven't shown that they can avoid the plague. So anyway, just just don't go to Burger King. Trust me. So here is P3's take on the thing. Crunchwrap Supremes are not my preferred menu item there. No. By a long shot. No, but if you ride in the I'm, car. Yeah, if I'm riding in the car, that's my, don't even have to think about it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I am, I am 100% there with you on that. It's not my favorite, but it is so fucking convenient for car eating uh, that it's not even funny. Um, can we talk about how BK didn't really make this list? Like, why is BK so mediocre? Well, I have three fast food places close to my house. I've got a Taco Bell, a BK, and a McDonald's. And that BK is a goddamn ghost town all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Even at peak hours, it's a ghost town. Mm -hmm. I would say that of the probably 30 or 40 times I've been in the last couple years... (laughs) They have gotten my order correct none percent of the time. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't enjoy uh, BK. Like it's, uh, it is exactly that reason that you just said is when I go to BK. If I'm going, to, if I go to like lunch or I'm going home and I'm like, fuck, I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like stopping to get groceries that I need to fill in whatever I'm going to make. Da 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 da. Uh, I have. There's one place where there's a Wendy and a Wendy's and a BK right next to each other. Mm-hmm. The Wendy's is the first stop the the uh, on the direction that I'm going, and the BK is the second, literally right next to each other, and right after a light. So I'm going slow, like coming out of that light most of the time anyway, and it's like, that Wendy's will be fucking popping every time. Off peak hours, it's popping. And then you look over at BK, and there's a car. Uh, and it's probably the guy working there. Probably. The guy. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, man... Do I want to wait in line at Wendy's for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Or do I just immediately get some food at BK? And it's it's really just a value proposition. It dep- it like There are times where I've, I'll be so tired. I'm like, I'm not fucking cooking. And I'll just be like, I'm not going to Burger King either. So I'll just go home and f- like figure something out. I'll make some eggs and go to sleep with just some, some fried eggs and be done with it. Uh, because it's just BK is not good. It's so mediocre. It's, um, I used to live and die by BK. I loved Whopper. Um, I even kind of like their fries. They're okay. Yeah. Um, but it's just the, the, it's fallen off so much. Mm-hmm. They put like half a head of lettuce on, on the Whoppers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got that almost chemically induced smoke flavor on it now. On everything. Yes. And I'll I'll tell you, though, the one thing that I will occasionally go back to, and it's getting scary now, too, 
is the chicken sandwiches. Really? Yeah, I used to like the chicken sandwiches. Mm-mm. I mean, it's not Popeyes, but (laughs) it's not Popeyes or God forbid, you know, don't, don't cancel us. It's not Chick-fil-A, but (laughs) I don't go to Chick-fil-A for moral reasons. And it's got nothing to do with their stance on, you know, people. It's got everything to do with fuck off. Stay open on Sundays. I don't, I don't like you. Don't do that. people. (laughs) Stay open on Sundays. You've got employees who don't give a shit about your business practices and your ethics and your fucking churchiness. They don't give a shit. Let them work. You just don't want to pay people. I feel like that's what it is. It does got it's got nothing to do with resting. You got you got atheists working in your place. I know you do. And they would be perfectly happy to be there on a Sunday slinging your fucking crack sandwiches. All us fiends waking up trying to get something in our stomachs before we get drunk on a football Sunday, but no. Now I gotta go to Taco Bell. And I gotta start my football Sunday off with Taco Bell and other bad decisions. Sorry. By the way, the name of my autobiography is actually called Taco Bell and Other Bad Decisions by Christopher DeVos. Available in fine book retailers across the country and, of course, on Amazon. So pick up a copy of that. I could uh, really use the the money. So, Greetings Guild is uh, up next on the mixtape with a subject that is near and dear to their very own hearts. Wrestling. It's almost like Keith picked that for them. This clip is also taken from the Podfix Presents feed for Nan Pod Pomo Month. And I don't think I told uh, people what that is, which is what it is, is basically a single podcast normally would uh, podcast for the entire month of November and release an episode every single day in November. It's really a daunting and an incredible task. And checking in with Chomo did it this month. And then the Podfix Network, we also did it this month and just kind of divided up among the shows. And you can catch all those episodes on our feed listen to every single one and they're most of them are between eight to to like 20 minutes so you can just binge them like you're watching netflix super easy really fun uh super funny so where was i their quiz was they need to find out their wrestling name and uh i used to watch wrestling as a kid and then i stopped and then i watched it with an ex-brother-in-law for a while and then i stopped and then that ex-brother-in-law, he introduced it to my boys, and they got really interested into it. And then I watched it with them, and then I stopped. And now my co-host on Podcast 42, which is my home show, watches it, and the Cretans watch it. And they're super fans. So I was kind of thinking, well, maybe I'll, I'll watch wrestling again. Maybe I'll pick it up and, and see what's going on. I mean, after all, they say it's uh, like a soap opera for guys, except this soap opera has shirtless, sweaty men locked in battle in very close contact to each other. So, in reality, it's it's a soap opera for women, too. I just know a lot of the main players have changed uh, over the years, not like when I was watching it regularly. My favorite wrestler of all time was Roddy Rowdy Piper. And he did a John Carpenter movie that's pretty good called They Live. And the movie's about aliens that disguise themselves as humans, and you can only see that they're really aliens by wearing these special Ray-Bans, or 
I'm not sure what the glasses they used are, but these special sunglasses, that's the only way you can see them. You put them on, you see alien. You take them off, you see human. You put them on, alien. Off, human. You get the idea. It's a little slow to start, but keep with it. It does get good. And if you've ever heard the phrase, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum, it actually came from that movie. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. So up next, it's the Cretans Guild. What is going on, everybody? My name is Jay. With me, as always, is Bob. And typically with us is Corey. And if you don't know who we are, we are the Cretans Guild. Uh, Yep. To a challenge to everyone as part of the Podfix Network, Keith has requested... Okay, Keith has demanded... Yeah, that's more like Yeah, that we all take part in something called Na Pod Pomo. And that is not... uh, that's not code. That's not like a cult calling or it, I mean, actually, it might be a cult, cult thing. Well, um, yeah. If you guys have ever heard of uh, NaNoWriMo, if you have any writer friends, it is a challenge where during the month of November, you write something every day, which is pretty cool. I've done I've done it in the past. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but this is a little bit different. This is uh, Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. Uh, that sounds like. Uh, like soothing. It's very soothing. It sounds like a fake SNL like meditation chamber. Like it sounds like a really bad sushi restaurant. Welcome to Napapomo. Yes, yes, it does. And I would eat there and probably die. Uh, yeah, probably. But yeah, one of the things that we that we have been said that we have to do is we have to participate in this. Uh, and if you don't know who we are, these are an example of some of the podcasts we do. As you can probably tell, as it has now taken us almost two minutes to get to the point <laughs> where we're describing what's happening. We don't really stick to a plan. Uh, we have a run. <laughs> Bob writes a rundown for every episode, and I, I dutifully ignore it. And if Corey's here, it just gets worse. <laughs> Corey is not here. He is currently traveling the country uh, looking uh, for love in all the wrong places. Um, and if you don't know... For love in all the wrong places. It's true. I don't know <laughs> the words. No, I think that was good. I think that was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, go with uh, it. And uh, as I said, we are we are a group of guys that have been friends forever. And if you want to know how long we have been friends and how long we have been a tremendous part of each other's lives, uh, our friendship predates the PlayStation 1. So, yeah, think about that. Actually, it predates the N64, even, I believe. Yes, it does. Yeah. God, we're old. Uh, we talk about pop culture, nerd culture. We swear a lot. We watch movies. We swear. We watch TV. We fucking swear. We read comics. We play video games. We swear... Uh, we talk board games, we curse, we drink, we compete for championship belts. Uh, and as I as I said last time, uh, when Corey's not here, we talk sports uh, because <laughs> Corey doesn't like sports, Bob, but Bob and I do. Uh, today is November 20th in the year 2020. Fuck 2020. Uh, and yep. Keith has said we will be performing the wrestler name generator from BuzzFeed. And I'm, a, yeah. I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, uh, that was fun. So, uh, if you don't know what these uh, these these silly little quizzes are, they're 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 the they're the meme things everyone does. It's it's a thing where you pick a letter from your name and you pair it with another letter from your name, and sometimes your social security number is given out, and then you find out what your silly wrestler <laughs> name is. Ah, that's the name of my firstborn child. Apparently, <laughs> this one generated by ESPN is your wrestling nickname generator, which just uses the first letter of your last na- of your first name and the first letter of your last name. So. 
Uh, we will be performing for not only our real names, uh, but we'll also be performing for our YouTube channels, separate from the Cretans Guild, uh, which are a little more family-friendly and digestible and things that we're actually able to share with our families. Uh, I do a show called Square Pegs, where we talk about video games, toys, and things like that. And Bob does Skipper Bob's Breakdowns, which is an Orlando lifestyle blog where he talks about all kinds of things, the theme parks, uh, both Universal and uh, Disney. Uh, not SeaWorld, though, yeah? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Don't okay. have passes there. Don't have passes there. But he does like anything in Orlando. He's done uh, stuff at uh, the Orlando Eye, which I thought was fascinating to watch. Uh, he does stuff in his backyard where like the, the pool video where you built the pool for the kids was fantastic. Um, and I could just see your frustration mounting throughout that entire video. I thought it was wonderful. Like I was like, hey, oh, I remember that. Uh, I should have made a video for me tearing it down. The uh, yesterday. Oh yeah, because that 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 wasn't fun at all. It was like, why are these rusted together now? Oh no, yeah, oh, no. Uh, but if you want to watch my like my personal favorite video that Bob has done over the last year, uh, and I thought was absolutely fascinating because I I was riveted because I've never seen it done before. Was your jackfruit video? Uh, oh okay. Bob has uh two jackfruit trees, two or three jackfruit trees in your yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of them was 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 thieved, but. Uh, Whoever burgled. whoever burgled the jackfruit missed the gigantic fucker in the back of the yard, uh, yep. which was like the size of a small pig, like not a joke. Like it was massive. Oh, yeah. It was full on Floyd. Uh, and, and, <laughs> uh, and and Bob went through how to how to uh, how to butcher said uh, said Babe the Blue Ox uh, and, and pulled everything <laughs> apart and showed you how to make barbecue jackfruit. It was it was absolutely fascinating to watch. It's one of my favorite things that he's done. Uh, but every video he does is great. So do definitely do tune in there. Uh, but now we're going to do our wrestling nickname generator. And I told you all that and you'll understand in a minute why. My wrestling nickname generator. This is simple. We're doing the first letter of our first name and the first letter of our last name. So my wrestling nickname will be the Magnificent Inferno, which Ooh. which that's not bad. That's not bad. That sounds like uh, it sounds honestly, it sounds like a drink. It sounds like something involving fireball uh, that I would adore. So I'm that, that sounds like something I should order at Trader Sam's. Yeah, exactly. It's like I need a magnificent inferno. Two shots of rum. You know, like it's yeah, absolutely. So for this would probably have fireball in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh what would yours be, Bob? You know what? I'm gonna change it up a little bit. And instead of using here's a funny thing about me. My <laughs> my family calls me Bob or Bobby, yep. depending who it is. But obviously that's not my legal name. I think I'm gonna go by my legal name, oh. which you would think would be Robert. It is not. It's not. <laughs> it's actually William. Yeah, and if you put it two and two together, yes, my legal name is William Robert, or since my parents have a sense of humor, Billy Bob. Yeah. 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 I've learned to live with it. But <laughs> I decided what I'm going to do for this particular nickname generator is I'm going to go by William. Okay. So my first name would be King. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, why not? So that means the first letter of my last name would have to be Hurricane. I would be King Hurricane, which that sounds kind of boss. Yeah, it so sounds pretty pretty great. But you know, I kind of like your your nickname better. It would be Hardcore Hurricane. Hardcore Hurricane. You know, I thought about that, and then I assumed that'd just be like an ECW version of Shane Helms. Oh, yeah, that's true. Stand back. There's a tetanus shot coming through. All right. <laughs> So now we're going to do ones uh, for our YouTube channels. And as I said, mine is called Square Pegs. So my channel wrestling name would be Flying Thunder, which I guess kind of is what it is. Like all thunder is flying. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's okay. That's all right. I, you know, looking back, I, w- I wish I would have named it, you know, like something with an L because that would have been, you know, Flying Destructo. That, that would have been cool. Ooh, Flying Destructo. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, a Lucha name right there. Yeah. Well, mine's not too much more interesting because then it would just turn out to be Flying Punk. Yeah. But I, I think what I'll do is uh, instead of using the skipper, I'll go ahead and start with the B and Bob. Okay. In Bob's breakdowns. And I'm going to go with Hardcore Punk, which actually it's not that much better. That's okay. Yeah, it's a wrestling. I mean, Vince will short down to punk within a week. Who knows? <laughs> I do like that the Cretans Guild would just be uh, would be Mr. Wild, which is just a substitute gym teacher. Mr. Wild, <laughs> I have to pee. Not now. I sprained my ankle. Have a salt tablet. <laughs> Where's the smelling salts? Get him to shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it anymore. Walk it off, boy. God damn it. I need to take a fucking shit. That's, that's so... <laughs> If you guys haven't figured it out by now, we're not exactly the most appropriate podcast for for you to share with we, your. We don't friend. believe in etiquette. Don't don't bring it up at like youth group or or a church meeting. Like certainly don't play us at fucking Sunday school. That's a bad idea. Unless you're the most kick ass kid out there, or the the world's greatest priest. <laughs> uh, but we do encourage you guys to keep the discussion going. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Uh, and you can find the podcast itself on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Tout, TikTok, and possibly Bling Bling, which I don't think is actually a real site. Um, and you can find us under Cretan Skills. Yeah, we're still in debate on that yeah, one. Yeah, whatever. Bing bong. Oh, that was from Inside Out. Find us on socials, uh, Cretan Skilled, all one word, uh, and that will contain links to everything we like to do. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Square Pegs. You can find Bob on YouTube at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. We are proudly, happily, and fucking somehow part of the Podfix Network. Uh, so to all our followers, new and old, we say, welcome, welcome to, to the, the guild. guild. Next on the mixtape is my show, Podcast 42, where we discuss life, the universe, and everything else in a little radio drama play. This episode, we tackle SpongeBob SquarePants, which I know no one has heard of. And it was kind of a risk taking this on as a subject because we figured the download numbers had a potential to really drop. But luckily, the download numbers held strong as people seemed to really embrace this indie darling of a show on Nickelodeon. Of course, I say that tongue-in-cheek as everyone has heard of SpongeBob SquarePants as he is just as big as Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. Some cartoons will live on forever and SpongeBob... We'll certainly do that. Here is an excerpt from Podcast 42. Hello, is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Sabrina. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Sabrina. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Sabrina. I'm not a Krusty Krab. Uh, we are doing a SpongeBob episode today. Remember? I remember. Of course, I remember. Why do you ask? And uh, we have some special guests calling into the show today. Remember? I remember. So when they call, you shouldn't hang up on them. I'm not. 
I'm only hanging up on those punks who keep calling me a crusty crab. And what was the name of the restaurant in SpongeBob? Olive Garden. It was an Olive Garden. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was Olive Garden. Why? Uh, because those bread taste. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> those bread taste do stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because those bread sticks taste good even when they are soggy. It's the only restaurant chain that could survive underwater. She's not wrong. She's also not right. Hey. Chris. Yeah. Do you know how you put me in charge of making sure all the phone lines were working for our guests? Yep. And remember how he said the most important line was for Steven Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob? Still, yeah. Uh, he's dead. Yeah, I know. So, uh, how do we get a hold of him? You see, I gave you five phones and a Ouija board. Nope, 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 not not going to do it, not touching a Ouija board, you could accidentally summon Jeffrey Dahmer, or even worse, Aaron Spelling. We have to try. He's the main guy of the show, the creator even. I will do it for the sake of the podcast, but I'm in protest. I'll turn on the lights. There. Um, maybe we should have lit some candles or something? Um, I can't see anything. The room is totally pitch black. Here. I will use a flashlight on my phone. Oh, yeah. That makes it very spooky for sure, especially with that thousand watt flash lighting up the whole room. Watch, I can make it pink. See, now it's pink. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot better. Uh, should we get started? <laughs> but to be honest, I'm not sure what to do. Just move the triangle thing and call out to Hillenberg to appear from the ether or something. Why can't I just use the ether net? That's not a thing. Yet. Okay, okay, okay. Quiet, everyone. I'm moving the tortilla chip. <laughs> it does look like a tortilla chip. Where's the salsa? The mango salsa? Shh, there's no salsa. Well, there should be. Here. You have mango salsa? I always have mango salsa. Quiet, please. Seriously? Sorry. 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 Give me those. Could everyone stop eating the chips? Go ahead, JL. <laughs> okay. JL. sign that you are here. I don't like mango salsa. <laughs> that was SpongeBob's laugh. Did Hillenberg do the voice? No, Tom Kenny does the voice. Is he dead? I don't think so. Look over here. You opened a port of the bikini bottom. See, here I am. Yep, right there. A big old portal to bikini bottom. I can see everything. The crusty crab, the chum bucket, the pineapple under the sea, the eastern island head under the sea. And me. Can you see me? No. Who said that? Me. I'm right here. Look down. Oh, there you are. It's a little jalapeno pepper talking to me. I'm not a jalapeno pepper. I'm Plankton, and you folks are going to help me steal the secret Krabby Patty formula. I have a highly elaborate and college-educated plan. Uh-huh. And how are you going to make us do that? <laughs> uh, that doesn't answer my question. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Quick, close the portal. We can't just close the portal. That's rude. <laughs> F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. 
and it's for anywhere at any time at all down here in the deep blue sea. I was wrong. Close the portal. Close the portal quick. Close the portal? I don't know how to close the portal. Here, I'm just going to keep moving the tortilla chip around wildly. (laughs) Sabrina. Jail. Try flipping that uh, triangle thing over. No, that didn't work. Did you really think that was the hang-up? I didn't interrupt, but um, I'm out of salsa. Not now, Sabrina. No, seriously, though, it's all gone. See, it's empty jar. Uh, try turning it upside down and wait. The bottom salsa will eventually fall to the top. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay, if you say so, salsa scientist. Flip. Sabrina, here's the lid so you can turn it over. Whoops. What are you people doing? You have just about as short attention span as SpongeBob SquarePants. Did you forget you opened a portal to our world? No, Mr. Squidward Two Pants. Not my name. Oh, sorry. I, I just assumed everyone's last name described the shape of their pants. Not a thing here. You know Squidward doesn't wear pants, right? <laughs> Are you going for accuracy now? <laughs> yes. In Laura's defense, this probably is the first time she's reading it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> Just listening to you guys. <laughs> I got hungry while I was recording this. And I ate some peanut butter, which is a big no-no for podcast hosts, but I was never one to really follow the rules. I'm a rebel. I'm a podcast rebel. Anywho, the last show we're featuring today is Planthropology, which is a show all about how to apologize to plants, which that is not true at all, but because my brain is stupid, every time I hear Planthropology, I immediately get that visual of a guy apologizing to his plants. I don't know why. I know it's only me. So I apologize to Vikram, the host of Planthropology, who's not apologizing to plants, but actually making plants sound really cool and interesting, as I am the one now apologizing to the plant host, not apologizing to plants, but instead finding out what kind of various foods he is. One thing Podfix has is a couple of shows that take on a more sciencey theme, more educational theme, but they present it in such a super cool, entertaining way that you don't even know you're learning something as you're listening to the shows, which, in my opinion, is the best way to learn anything, is to secretly have that knowledge just, like, thrust into your brain, and then suddenly you're at a cocktail party, and you're like, yeah, this cactus does this, this, and that. Did you know that? And they're like, and the people who are listening to you are like, no, how did you know that? And you're like, oh my gosh, how did I know that? Oh, that's right. Planthropology told me that. Because it's not a show about apologizing to plants. I remember that. I remember that well. So here is Planthropology. Instead of learning about plants per se, learning about farms and cheese and other foods that they might be based on some BuzzFeed quizzes. And this clip is from the Podfix Presents feed. Planthropology, folks. Greetings, Earthlings. My name is Vikram Baliga, and I'm the host of the Planthropology Podcast. We talk about, you know, nerdy plant stuff. It's it's fun. 
there's smart people that come talk to me for some reason. Uh, and uh, we talk about how cool they are and what they study and what their lives are like. But that's not what we're talking about today. It is Napod Pomo, National Podcast Post Month. And if you've been listening to this feed for the past, I don't know what today is, some number of days over the course of November, call it, I'm just taking a stab, call it 22, 23, 24, some number of days throughout November. Um, you, you've heard people talk about this a lot, but my, but my podcast network, Podfix, the Podfix Network, the Podfix Network. I don't know. There's a bunch of like stingers and stuff that we use in our episodes, and they're they're all really cool. And I feel like everyone on the network sounds better than I do. This has been a presentation of the Podfix Network. The Podfix Network. I don't know. So y'all, if there's uh, Keith, others, if there's you know bits in there you can use and you want to, uh, you know, use my voice, you can please. Okay. Anyway, so the whole thing uh, that we've been doing for Napod Pomo is. Um, each of our members from the network are contributing content and the network's posting an episode every day and it's really cool and we've had some really fun stuff and we're just talking about silly bullcrap and 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 rambling for 10 to 12 minutes at you nice humans that are listening to us but we really hope you've had some fun this month it's cool that y'all follow along uh, we appreciate the support we appreciate the listens and just you being a part of what we're doing here at Podfix. There are a lot of educational, fun, uh, laid-back shows on this network, and we just want you to enjoy your commutes and enjoy your podcast listening time. All right, so let's talk about what we're talking about today. Now that I have wasted two minutes and 14 seconds of your time. So uh, I'm going to waste another 10 or so minutes of it as well. But it may may be a little bit more entertaining. Anyway, so BuzzFeed is absurd. I, can we can we agree that like BuzzFeed is absurd because like half of the things on the website are like, what kind of cheese are you? By the way, I'm taking a quiz today for y'all. That's what kind of cheese are you? And then like half of it's supposed to be journalism. I don't know, but they have some fun stuff. So we've done a lot of name generator quizzes, and we've done a lot of um, BuzzFeed quizzes and other just totally ridiculous nonsense over the past um, few weeks. And and since we're in the Thanksgiving season, uh, and food is like the thing, right? That's what we do. We, we eat gratuitous amounts of food for Thanksgiving, so we can be grateful for the past when our forebears had a bounty of i don't know grains i that story's probably not even true anyway i'm i'm digressing so i pulled up several buzzfeed quizzes about uh, uh what kind of food am i and like what um what does the kind of food that i eat reveal about me uh it, uh, there's one that's like uh, so i'm going to do a couple the first one is uh build a farm and we'll reveal what type of bread you are uh, uh, Paul Chomo, who's one of our other members, says that actually right now I'm in a group chat with the Podfix Network as I record this. And uh, uh, Paul Chomo thinks that I give off a Reuben on rye with extra pickles vibe. So thanks, Paul? Question mark? I don't know. Uh, so Paul thinks I'm rye bread, but we'll find out what this quiz thinks. Um, we'll see. I'm going to do... 
Can we guess your age and location with this food test? What kind of cheese are you? Um, and then this one is called Everyone Has a Strong Opinion on These Polarizing Foods questions what are yours we'll see and pretty much it's answering or it's arguing uh if a sandwich or or if like a hot dog is a sandwich what makes a sandwich so we'll go through that last so i'm gonna do a couple of these um for your entertainment Uh, so so some of these are going to be hard for me to like translate so i'm going to do my best to like talk you through this as i do it so build a farm and we'll reveal what type of bread you so first it says pick your land and there's like four scenes here there is a rolling plains with row crops there is a grassy grassland with mountains in the background there is a what i'm pretty sure is a scene from lord of the rings and then there's one with cows in a barn so i'm picking lord of the rings because i've always wanted to be sam gamgee uh pick your barn there's the traditional little red barn with a silo there is one that looks like zombies probably live in it so we're going with and then there's one that looks kind of like gothic architecture so we're going with goth barn Pick my animal, cow, chicken, pig, horse, sheep, or goat. So I don't know if I'm supposed to pick the kind of animal I most would like to eat um, or the animal that I find the most amusing. Because uh, if, it's, if it's food, I'm going with cow. If it's like amusing animal, goats are hilarious. I'm going to go with goat. We're going to pick goat. Pick another animal, llama, duck, pony, donkey, rabbit, and turkey. Oh, that there's no uh, the llama. There's no contest. Pick what you're growing, potatoes, corn, apples, wheat, pumpkins, or sunflowers. Ooh, you know, I, my family actually owns a, an orchard, and we grow peaches, not apples, but I'm going to go with apples. That's fairly close. I kind of do that. Pick your tractor. There's the tiny little red John Deere. Um, there's the big John Deere, uh, hauling hay bales. Um, there's a nice blue one. There's one that's harvesting wheat and there's some little hand pull wagons. We're going old and classic. Um, okay. So based on my answer, I'm apparently garlic bread. So sorry, Paul, I'm not rye. I'm garlic bread. It says everybody loves you. You have a distinct personality and you make every situation better. I may make everyone's breath stink too. Who knew? Who knows? But who doesn't love garlic bread? I love garlic bread. I kind of like me, so that must be accurate. I'm I am garlic bread, yo. Okay, so apparently based on and I'm I always want to do these like multiple times to see like what they spit out, but then I realize that I have a job and like I have to not just spend all day trying to figure out how to make myself a rye a rye bread. Um, so this one might be kind of fun. Can we guess your age? And location with this food test. Well, we're going to find out. Pick a sweet snack. Donut, ho-hos, Skittles, chocolate cake, cookie, Swedish fish, Oreos, Twizzlers, or vanilla cupcake. Oreo, 100%. Hands down. My toxic trait is just Oreos. Pick your favorite chips. Uh, Doritos. Doritos Cool Gross. Do people eat Doritos Cool Ranch? I want to hear. I'm hoping I didn't offend anyone, but gross. Don't eat that crap. Uh, Fritos, only in Frito pie. Cheetos, hot Cheetos, sun chips. Ruffles, sour cream, Funyuns, uh, and Pringles. I'm going to go with Cheetos. Uh, Since Cheez-Its are not an option, which is a crime. Um, Pick an iced tea flavor. Classic sweet, peach tea, Arnold Palmer, mint tea, black tea, green tea, passion fruit. Lemon tea, and I don't like tea. We're going with peach. Uh, 
Candy corn, yes or no? God, no. You know, I'm pretty sure there's been one batch of candy corn made ever. And it was made in like 1942. Um, and, and we just, it's warehoused somewhere. They keep it frozen. And it's like in this giant airplane hangar. And it's like, well, guys, come on, get Bill. It's Bill's time to go bag up the candy corn from the candy corn silo. And, uh, and then they sell it to us and we eat it. Because we're morons. Don't eat candy corn. It's gross. The little pumpkins are marginally better. I realize it's the same thing. I, I understand. But I, I'm more on board with the little um, um, candy corn pumpkins. Pick your favorite cheese. Blue cheese, cheddar, pepper, pepper jack, Havarti. Cottage? No. Cottage cheese. No thanks. Colby jack, goat cheese, cream cheese, or Swiss cheese. So my favorite cheese is actually smoked Gouda. Um, but out of these options, I'm going to go with Havarti. Mayonnaise, yes or no? Yes. Uh, favorite, choose my favorite Thanksgiving dish. Green bean casserole, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, the turkey. I don't like turkey. Turkey's gross. Mac and cheese, rolls, corn, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Come on, yo. Um, so apparently I am 26 years old and I live in Washington. Um, no. I am 33 years old, and I live on the flat plains of Lubbock, Texas. Ah, Lubbock, Texas, where the wind blows and people settled because the horse died and they had no choice. Lubbock, Texas, where you can watch your dog run away for three days. Lubbock, Texas, where if you look real hard enough, you can see the back of your own head. 26 in Washington. I have been to Washington, and it's very nice. I love the Pacific Northwest of the United States of these Americas. Okay. So 26 in Washington, I'm going to guess that it was the, um, the the Havarti that threw off results. Must have been. Always blame the Havarti. Okay, uh, now, okay, so what kind of cheese am I? What kind of cheese am I? What if I'm not Havarti? What am I going to do? Okay, anyway, pick a vacation destination. New York, Austin, Portland, New Orleans. Ugh, not Austin. I live in Texas, and Austin's fine, but no. Uh, I'm going to go with, mm, it's toss it between Portland and New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to go with Portland. I like mountains, and I like the ocean, and I like the vague threat of Mount Rainier maybe exploding and destroying everything. Okay. Pick some food. Pizza. Sandwich. Sandwich. Um, weird, like, spaghetti volcano and uh, hamburger. Pizza. Pick a home. Well, there's four homes. One of this is Mount Rushmore. This is just a picture of Mount Rushmore. Uh, there's an apartment. There's a slightly nicer apartment, and there's a little cottage-style home with some trees and stuff like that. I kind of wanted to pick Mount Rushmore. I don't know. I could live at Mount Rushmore, like in one of the president's noses. Okay, pick a car: uh, Camaro, old Jaguar, uh, Lamborghini, or a Toyota Prius. Well, it ain't that one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Camaro. Um, pick a drink. Coca-Cola, wine, like a glass of water, I think, or beer. Ooh, beer. Um, I am feta cheese. <sighs> I think I'm offended. I don't. Should I be offended that they think I'm feta cheese? That's very upsetting. Very upsetting. I'm going to have to think about that in my, my life decisions. Um... Okay, how long has it been? It's been 11 minutes and 57 seconds. Okay, we're going to do one more. This one is called, Everyone Has a Strong Opinion on These Polarizing Food Questions. 
What are yours? Is cheesecake a cake? Oh God, it is 9.52 a.m. on a Wednesday and I don't know if I'm I'm mentally, I haven't finished my coffee yet. Um, is a cheesecake a cake? Um, no, it is a, I vote pie. I think it's a pie, it's a pie. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes, it is. Dang it. Yes, it is. And apparently 74% of people said no. But Paul Chomo, it is meat. It is in bread. So it is either a sandwich or it is a tube meat euro. An American taco. Okay? But it's a sandwich. It is bread and it is meat. And you put the meat between the bread and you consume it with your face hole. So a hot dog is a sandwich. All right. Paul's going Paul's gonna to at me for that. Is white chocolate chocolate? Well, it's right there in the name, so yeah. Uh, 67% of people agree with me. Is cereal a soup? Uh, no. Cereal is more like a stew, in my opinion. And 93% of people agree with me. Is calzone a dumpling? Um, uh, <laughs> is a calzone a dumpling? So this calzone I'm looking at has broccoli in it. So I'm going to say that's not even a calzone. Um, but no, 88% of people agree. Is Pop-Tart a ravioli? Yes. Yes, it is. Because it is a, well, ah, shoot, I already answered. So, uh, 91% of people said, heckin' no. I said yes. But it's not. It's more like, I would call it a fruit calzone. A Pop-Tart is a fruit calzone. Is pizza a pie? No. Right. Correct. 67. Is deep dish pizza a pie? Yes, I think yes it is. Is chili a soup? No, it is more like a stew. Come on. Is stew a soup? Ah, oh, crap. Um, you know, they keep like throwing these wrinkles in here at me. Um, um, no, no, they are different. I think a soup is thinner and, oh, God, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know that I can express the difference between soup and stew. So if you go check out uh, Paul Chomo, I keep talking about Paul, uh, Paul Chomo's uh, Napod Pomo project and, and other podcasts, checking in with Chomo, he has been reviewing a Campbell soup every day in November, and they're hilarious. So he could probably answer this question, is stew a soup? So Paul, uh, let us know. Are sandwiches burgers? No. So sandwiches are not hamburgers, but hamburgers are sandwiches. So the next question is, are burgers sandwiches? Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, barring the correct answer, <laughs> do you consider tomatoes a fruit? Okay. So I'm a plant guy, and botanically, tomatoes are fruits. Okay. So are watermelons. Well, duh. Okay. No crap. So are pumpkins and peppers and all kinds of things. Okay. Pretty much if it comes from a flower, it's a fruit. So yes, tomatoes are a fruit. But barring the correct answer, do I consider tomatoes a fruit? Am I going to put tomatoes in my smoothie or on my fruit salad? No, I am not. So culinarily, I am not going to use a tomato as a fruit. But botanically, yeah, it's a fruit, yo. That's just that's just facts. And finally, if tomatoes are a fruit, is ketchup a fruit? Um, no, ketchup is like a smoothie. Right. Okay, and 93% of people agreed with me. 
Okay, so that's all the silliness I have for you. I have taken 15 minutes and 53 seconds of your day at this point, and my goodness, thank you for sticking it out. I hope you'll go back and look at the whole Podfix Presents feed, and uh, here's some great uh, uh, content from all of our different podcasts that are on our network and then go check out those shows there's some really wonderful shows from family friendly shows about animals um, to great conversations about movies you can find something you'll like on the podfix network you guys are rad i hope that you have a wonderful thanksgiving if you're in the u.s and a lovely end to your november if you are not i hope your holiday season is lovely and happy and joyous i hope that you are staying safe and wearing a mask and here's hoping for a brighter and happier 2021 this has been vikram boliga from the planthropology podcast signing off adios so vikram was nice enough to say everything i would have said of at the end of this episode so thank you for being my co-host i appreciate it the only thing i need to add is if you want to see any more episodes from these shows featured here or any of the other shows on the network because there's about 15 more of them you can check everything out at podfixnetwork.com we also just started a new instagram feed it's uh official underscore podfix there is another podfix feed out there that's an old account it's an account we couldn't take back so ignore that account cancel that account the new account is official underscore Podfix, and that's run by Chad from P3. So see uh, all the fine memes and uh, show uh, features he's got going on there. I'm Christopher DeVos, and I will see you in December for the mixtape. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. has been a transmission of the podfix network for more about this show and other great podfix programs go to podfixnetwork.com